1: Happy race week, everyone. Stephen Dunn, Stickered Up Podcast, the official podcast of the Solid Rock Carriers Cars Tour. Round three of the 2022 championship bout that we call the Cars Tour. Heads down I 85 this weekend, Greenville, South Carolina, Greenville Pick and Speedway for the running of the career Tank Lines 225, presented by Harrison's Workwear. Activity start at the racetrack, Friday afternoon, 2 o'clock, alternating practices for the late model stock and the pro late models, that'll go until 6 o'clock, and then Saturday afternoon, action will return to the racetrack, cars back on track at 12.30 with alternating practices until 3.30, single car qualifying for the late model stock cars takes place at 6 o'clock, 6.30 for the pro late models, and our standard 7.30 green flag will drop, Pro late models for 100 laps, 125 laps for the late model stock cars with $10,000 to the driver that crosses the start-finish line first. And, uh, man, we've got a, a packed, loaded field of race cars for the late model stock cars this weekend. 28 cars pre-registered through the Cars Tour home office in Mooresville, North Carolina. A couple of uh, locals and a couple of names that might uh, raise an eyebrow or two. Uh, we'll start with Riley Gentry, Andrew Grady. Brandon Pierce, Braden Rogers, Ron Wilson back in action this weekend. Justin Johnson, Jonathan Finley, a Tour and 12 driver from a year ago, makes his car's tour debut in 2022 this weekend. Hayden Swank, Carter Langley, Carson Quapple, Chase Burrow, Jansen Marchbanks, Caden Honeycutt, Chad McCumbie, Bobby McCarty, Mason Diaz, Zach Miracle, Connor Jones, Cameron Boland, Connor Hall, Corey Hyme will be back in action this weekend at Greenville Pickens as well. Mike Looney, Josh Berry from Junior Motorsports has entered for this weekend's race at Greenville Pickens. He actually won the last time the Cars Tour was in Greenville for the late model stock cars in the Old North State National. Jonathan Schaefer, Jacob Hefner, Lane Riggs. Lane has been very hot of late. He's won four out of his last five races. Also with a top three at Hickory two weeks ago in the Cars Tour race. Austin Samaro and uh, twenty champion Jared Fryer 28 cars on the late model side 16 pro late models pre-registered those include Cody King Brandon Setzer will make his first start of 2022 in the pro late model series, Steve Dorn, Austin McDonald, Tanner Carter Brian Zubek Penn Crim, Lee Tissett, Caden Quapple, Luke Morney, Mason Maggio, who won a Carolina Pro late model race a couple of weeks ago, Charlie Keevan, Mike Good, Logan Jones, Giovanni Ruggio, and Luke Finhouse. Those are the 16 drivers that will take the green or be at Greenville Pickens this weekend. Some interesting news that came out earlier today. No practice tires will be issued to the Pro late models or the late models this weekend at Greenville Pickens Um again, we'll talk to our guest um, in segment two, Boo Carlisle with Kicking Asphalt Podcast. We're going to talk to him a little bit about Greenville Pickens. We'll bring that topic up and we'll pick over that a little bit as well. Uh, But it'll be interesting as we continue to see the effects of the tire shortage. And here we are in week three for the Cars Tour. And now we have no practice tires. There'll be four race tires that'll be issued to each team. That'll be issued on Saturday during tire selection, which starts at 11.15. So Um, It's going to be interesting to see, again, $10,000 to win for the late model stock cars. It'll be interesting to see how these teams adapt to the ever-changing landscape of tires uh, here in short track racing. Brandon Willard's waving the caution flag for this segment of the Stickered Up podcast. Take this opportunity to come down pit road. Sticker Up we will return. We'll be talking with Boo Carlisle for the Kicking Asphalt Podcast. You're listening to Stickered Up Podcast.
2: Stickered Up, official podcast of the Cars Tour.
0: title sponsor of the cars tour furniture for less prices 30 to 40 percent less than the big box furniture stores conveniently located 3301 richlands highway jacksonville north carolina Call Adam Resnick, 910-540-7157. That's 910-540-7157. For all your furniture needs, give them a call. Furniture for Less, official furniture supplier of the Stickered Up podcast. Follow them on Facebook at Furniture for Less, Jacksonville. What's up, everybody? It's Keeley with the Car Store, and you're listening to the Stickered Up podcast with Stephen
1: Dunn. Green flag back out this edition of the Stickered Up podcast, the official podcast of the Solid Rock Carriers Cars Tour. Joining me via the GSX Raps hotline, the founder, creator of Kicking Asphalt, Boo Carlisle. Boo, welcome to the Stickered Up podcast.
3: Hey, what's up, man? Thank you very much, Mr. Steven, for, for having me on Stickered Up today. It's a, it's a great honor. Looking forward to talking some good cars tour racing as we head to Greenville Pickens this weekend.
1: Absolutely. And, and again, Greenville Pickens, a, a track that you're very familiar with um, and, and you know, you have a have an affiliation with with one of the tour and 12 drivers, Jansen March Banks and help him along. You, you've, you do some racing on your own uh, at the street stock level. But uh, just your experience and just your knowledge of, of Greenville Pickens, I wanted to get you on here and kind of help paint the picture for our fans. Maybe somebody that hasn't been to Greenville Pickens and this will be their first trip. Talk a little bit about the racetrack and what fans may be able to may may expect this weekend.
3: It's a, it's a great facility that, that's got a ton of history. Uh, the best way that, that I would tell any new fans that are looking to come is uh, go to your Walmart, your local Walmart parking lot, and set some cones up because that would be the best practice you can get because there's no banking. It's a bottom feeder track. Uh, you know, there is two grooves once it comes in. It always puts on a good show. Uh, I know a lot of people think with without the banking it won't put on as good of a show as as one with like high banking like a Southern National or something like that. But but it's a beast of its own. I mean the the speed that you carry into the corners is is insane when they don't have that, you know. And it never fails. Turn one seems to always be calamity corner as long as I've been racing there, where uh, you know you'll drive off in and, and you got it, it's a bottom bottom feeder track. I mean you put that left front especially getting into turn one as close as you can. I've lost multiple wheels, you know, just trying to be on the bottom. And you'll stick that left front just a little bit too close to that wall. So uh, it's got a lot of history. Uh, the first ever NASCAR race that was televised from start to finish in 1971 was that Greenville picking Speedway. So just walking around the place, when you look at the track champions with the uh, Ralph Earnharts and, you know but even back to like the all pro days with randy porter and just huge names like that the place is just is filled up with with history
1: yeah it definitely is and one thing my first trip honestly and and our producer here morgan patrick actually was with me on that trip down to greenville pickens a couple years ago for the uh, rescheduled old north state nationals and something that was a little bit different for us we never really experienced that older asphalt i know that they had done a repave of the racetrack again it's almost a half mile racetrack too and it is flat Um, talk a little bit about maybe a driver that hasn't been to um, to Greenville Pickens, I can I can name probably five to ten of these rookies that have never seen this place, and the first time they're going to see this place is going to be Friday afternoon when they roll through the gate. What can they expect um, from the racetrack as a whole?
3: Uh, the biggest thing is, uh, you know, just if I'm talking to somebody that that's, you know, never turned a lap there is uh, be careful getting off in the corners. You can't overdrive these things real easy just uh like go back to again I'll continuously go back to there's no banking to catch you you know uh you gotta back your corners up but you can't back them up too much it's such a line sensitive track that um you know if you mess up you've messed up you know there's there's really no like I said it's just a very line sensitive track and it's bottom 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 it's a race to the bottom you know restarts are extremely important you know it's almost like if you restart on the outside it, it's not if i can beat the man to the corner it's almost like just let me tuck down in behind him so you know to, to any of the the new rookies that are that are rolling into it there will be an outside line come in but it very well may be very well late into the race that that outside line comes in so you know at the beginning and of course in qualifying you know i mean get as close you should be able to touch that wall with your hand if you want to on the inside on your qualifying lap and and even at the beginning of the race but you know like i said is the longer it goes into the 125 lap race there, there will be an outside line come in uh pertaining to the older races that i've seen there but it at first just stick to the bottom stick to the bottom stick to the bottom
1: what do you think the tire wear is uh, for for a race like this obviously the local shows they normally run twin twin 35s twin 40s so they're really only running about 80 laps of, of competition and then I look at the entry list you've got you know Riley Gentry who's a who's a who's been there quite often um, Austin Samerno and your guy uh, Jansen Marchbanks he considers that his home track do those guys have any kind of advantage over these cars tour regulars on Saturday night?
3: I really feel like they do, just for the sole fact of they do all of them being younger guys, but they have so many laps around that place. Like uh, you know, with Riley and, and Jansen, they, you know, come up running limited late models there and on up into the late model stock world now. So, you know, they, they know what to expect as the as the race goes on. But at the same time, you know, you can't count out a veteran like McCarty or, you know, he ain't been there that much. But when you get into the veterans like that and, and, and Mike Looney, you know, somebody like him can, uh, they're going to be there at the end just because they've raced so much. But I, I almost feel like with their um, experience there that it's almost a level playing field this weekend going into it just because there is not a lot of the cars tour regulars that come down for the, the weekly shows you know they'll more than likely just run one race there this year and this will be this weekend
1: and something else that may play into favorite of some of those local um local guys is the fact that uh, the cars tour had a press release come out today uh which stated that there would be no practice tires issued at greenville pickens this weekend um so cars tour teams will be uh reluctant to uh, relegated to running practice tires and race tires that they've uh, utilized at caraway and hickory over the first two uh, race weekends and then anybody that has not run a cars to a race they can bring whatever tire they've got to to practice on so do you think the fact that you don't get any sticker tires to practice on throughout the course of you know six practices leading up to qualifying how does that play into to this uh this dicey game that we call racing with with the tire shortage
3: i've always looked at that stuff a little bit different just with me being a uh, local division racer you know with uh, my street start racing we race on scuff tires so i'll get tires that got two 300 laps on them and uh my thought process was always at the end of the race they ain't stickers no more it's almost like uh let's prepare for lap 85 to 125 instead of preparing for the you know first 20 to 30 laps. So uh I, I know it's, I, the guys are going to be hating it. Uh, I've already heard some some rumblings today of guys upset. So uh but we got what we got, you know. It, everybody's got the same. That's what we say in uh in our racing and in our street stock racing. I'm on junk, but guess what? We're all on junk. So, yeah. you know, everybody's going to be struggling to find, you know, what tires they have left over from Hickory or, or Caraway, but it's kind of like, you know, Jack's hands are tied, you know. If he if he there you some i have no doubt that he would but it's kind of like what do you do you know you like i said your hands are tied
1: they absolutely are and again not not um not something that we didn't run into last year with the cars tour and again i think some of those teams uh that did run full time cars tour will be able to adapt a little bit better since they did have to kind of play by some of those roles last year uh one thing that i wanted to, to ask you about um kicking asphalt. Um, when you say it really fast, it's kind of funny how it rolls off the tongue, but, uh, basically a, a podcast vlog that you do, um, that you've been doing here for a little bit now. And, um, I just want to talk a little bit about that, man. I've, I've gone onto your YouTube page and looked at some of the stuff and, It gives some really cool perspective of of race weekends. And uh, the one, the last one that I saw, I think you were at Anderson. You'd gone to Anderson uh, for a race uh, weekend. And uh, I think it was a street stock guy that you followed. But talk a little bit about how that all came about and and, and what keeps you going with it.
3: It was actually a, uh, there was a group out of Pensacola, Florida. They were dirt racers. And I I got to where I watched them. And I got to where I watched them more than I watched regular television and I was like, man, there ain't really nobody in asphalt racing doing this. And, and at the time, you know, I just, all I had was my street stock racing. And I was like, well, you know, I'd, I'd like to give it a shot. You know, one day I'd uh, plan on having kids. And I that was really where it come from was I wanted, you know, my future kids to be able to see What their grandpa, you know, instead of looking at pictures, I wanted them to be able to see him in action. You know, my dad, you know, working on the car or just conversating and whatnot. That was the driving factor of, of getting it started. And it has blew up into something I never, ever could have imagined. You know, it had a real slow start to it with, uh, with the growth of it, but now you know being on the cars tour with Jansen, it really has seemed to to kick it into overdrive. We've been doing it for a little over a, a year now, and uh, just still trying to run, learn algorithms and and stuff like that to to get the view count up. But um, but yeah, it, it really has. It's been a life changer for me, absolutely. So you know when we started last year with it, we were just planning on running for the street stock championship at Greenville, and uh, we had some bad finishes the first couple of races and i said you know what let's just travel like we i'm a big person that i never know when this ride's gonna be over with so i want to enjoy it as much as i can so i said i want to, like i want to go everywhere i want to go to hickory i want to go to lonesome pine in virginia i want to go to kingsport tennessee you know and that's what we done we was outclassed a lot but it was just the fact of the journey of it and i've always been a, a fun living guy you know like i'm just glad to be at the racetrack i'm glad i'll never be you know thankful enough to be able to slide in the window of a race car and i really think that that shined through on the youtube channel with uh with us traveling around and getting to experience all this and and then when i met up with jansen and we become such fast friends and he announced that you know he was going to be running the cars tour it, it was just a, a fit i was like man this you know this could be real good plus like i said one day ain't neither one of us going to be racing and we'll be able to look back on this and it'll be so much more than a picture book that you know your mom or grandma gets down 20 years from now when you're telling people oh i used to race i can say hey look at this you know this is what we used to do for tires. This is what concession stand prices was. This is what the back gate looked like. You know, I profile every single thing from the traveling with me being based out of Georgia. Nothing's local. We yeah. have no asphalt racing in Georgia. We have Cordell, but that's closer to Florida than it is to me in Georgia. So I don't consider Cordell a, a Georgia track. So we have to travel every single where we go. And, that, and that's even part of the fun there, you know, getting to, to ride and document all that stuff. You know, when we do go through the mountains of Kingsport, Tennessee, or, or going to Lonesome Pine or something like that, or either over to Florence or, you know, get over towards the low countryside. I mean, it's just, it, it's incredible. The, especially the, uh, the support I've got from people and the, just the reviews that people give me, you know, I'm, I'm to the point now where it still blows my mind that I can go to a racetrack and I no longer have to introduce myself when I got there to the level of recognition that I do get at the racetracks now, whether that be a mass street stock race or a cars tour race.
1: That's cool. And, um, and I, you know, it's very humbling. And the reason I can say that is because I've, I've had some similar instances with, you know, when I started doing the, the podcast, um, not not just the stickered up podcast, but when we started the Bologna Burger podcast, you know, a couple of years ago, doing it out of the the bonus room in in my house, you'd be amazed how many people would come up and and just introduce themselves to you because they've listened to you and, and honestly to this day uh, probably the most humbling and probably the coolest person that came up and talked to me that I knew who they were but I didn't necessarily know they knew who I was was Kirk Ipock at southern national talking about how much he loved the podcast and enjoyed listening to it uh, every week that we did it and you know when it just kind of gives you that that feeling of like man there are actually people out there listening and, and watching what we're doing and it is cool it's a humbling feeling for sure
3: Absolutely, one hundred percent. I mean, I've come to you know realize as a, I'll more than likely you know never be able to achieve the level of the cars tour, or maybe sit and be a late model driver, and and I'm okay with that, you know. But the fact that just me walking at Caraway. You know, I just went to get something to eat at Caraway on practice day, and Justin Carroll stopped me and asked me. And I've never in my life—I know who Justin Carroll is. I didn't know he had idea who I was. Right. Didn't even make it to the concession stand. Jared Fryer stopped and asked me. I ain't never talked to Jared Fryer a day in my life. You know, so it was—it was just an eye-opening thing of like, wow, like I really—I feel like I always wanted to leave short track racing with something, just because I've had such a love and and passion since childhood for it. And I feel like I'm finally, I finally figured out what it is that I can leave, you know, something, finding, leaving it better than I found it.
1: Yeah. And that's the thing, too. I think, you know, from from my perspective, you know, it takes a takes an army of people to to do this racing thing. And it's not just drivers. It's not not just crew guys and crew chiefs and car owners. Uh, You know, it's sponsors. It's um, people that pick up, you know, people that take tickets, people that do the concession stand. Um, it takes an army to make this thing go, and um, and yeah, you're right. It is cool to to have that, and and like I said, you know, you and I are sitting here doing something that we're passionate about and that we love um, because we want it to be successful. And um, I think that's the, one of the coolest parts of it. I've I've got your your Facebook page pulled up here, and, and I've got the kicking asphalt um, tour for 2022 up. Uh, obviously, all the cars tour races are on here, but you know, I wanted to talk a little bit about about your racing and what you plan. Plan to do you were at hickory this past weekend uh you've got a couple of more um of the street sock the mass series you've got you go to Dillon later this year you also go to anderson motor speedway um and and talk a little bit about um about your racing and, and what it takes to get you to the racetrack every weekend
3: oh yes absolutely it is a uh you know it, it don't so much take a back seat to uh to the jansen's cars tour stuff but he goes with me You know, uh, my dad go with me. It is truly the purest form of a pickup truck, open trailer and four buddies that just want to go have fun and and run as good as possible. So uh, with us being based out of Georgia, like I I said earlier, you know, we do have to travel away. So, you know, it is good to, to have a lot of friends, that you can ride three four hours one way to the track you know it was just like we went to hickory this past weekend for a weekly show just to try to you know we had a new rear end and uh we're still breaking in a new shock package and everything went incredibly good this weekend you know we went up there qualified second uh if we could have got a caution at the end i believe we would have very well could have uh, run the high line to, to bring us home a trophy but you know we'll go back again and and try again but with the uh, with the mass series uh they don't release their schedule uh, the full schedule throughout so i just i got on there what i know is coming up and that anderson race is uh is gonna be my homecoming i know i've been really promoting the cars tour race this weekend at greenville as uh jansen's homecoming with it being his home track but when lanier and gresham closed you know those was my home tracks but anderson kind of took that kind of took that place so you know that's the only place that that i feel like family and friends would actually drive an hour and 15 minutes to watch me race. You know, that's another good thing about the vlog is, you know, they're not going to drive three, four, I wouldn't expect them to, to drive that far, you know, just to, to watch me race. So that one is, is going to be a real big, big deal for me. You know, it's a pity lapper and, uh, I'd be excited to, to have so many family and friends there. And, uh, just real excited on the rest of the year. Uh, I've always wanted to chase a tour, and that's what we're going to do this year. And it just panned out so good with the way the schedule lays out. No car t- cars tour races overlap any mass races other than than this weekend. So um, I don't know if they got like a Mulligan deal in the mass series where we could <laughs> drop a point race. They added it real late. I mean, I made it you know top priority. It's always you know the cars tour always comes first so uh you know we just have fun doing that you know this is the real serious side and and you know if we want to go well I mean, we have fun doing the cars tour too definitely but you know it's a lot lot more serious than than what we do where we just go out and you know like i said we're on scuff tires and you kind of got what you got you know you put your best hand forward but we we cut up we laugh we have a great time and uh it is like i said it's just a pure form of when i hear elderly gentlemen talk from you know the 70s and 80s of oh we just showed up throw tires on and went at it and to be able to experience that in the you know 2020s with with the group of guys that i've surrounded myself with is is a blessing in itself
1: i have to ask we you and i formally met in person um several weeks ago at the Cars Tour Media Day at Motor Mile. Um, chatted a little bit. Uh, you were there with, with Jansen. I was there with uh, Carter Langley and Justin Johnson. But um, got on Facebook, connected his friends. And I have to ask, man, um, you know, people have racing superstitions uh, that they do religiously. I have to ask the question, what is the deal with the Yoo-Hoo's and the Slim Jim's?
3: Man, that goes back to like childhood. Uh, we used to have a little bitty country store and uh, we'd always go with them. They didn't have a lot, you know, it wasn't your quick trips or or your national chain stores. And the store really didn't have much in it, but I always got the little bitty Slim Jims and the Yoo Hoos. So I've been you and Slim Jimming it for years. And I just one day after church, I stopped at a, a store and I uh, just happened to, you know, I still get Yoo Hoos and Slim Jims. And I was sitting there waiting on some other people to get out of church, and I was like, shoot, I'm just going to post this to social media, you know, because I ain't doing nothing else right now. And the response was huge, you know. So uh, I told Jansen about it, and I started aggravating him, and then I, the Hedgecock guys that we raced with, I mentioned it to them about it, and it just kind of took like a life on its own on the YouTube side. And and even in, you know, just walking down pit road, people's like, hey, where's your who at? So uh, you know, we done got to wear now. I just buy twelve pack of before we go to the racetrack. Like it's almost expected now, you know, but but it does. It draws attention to us and, you know, it's good publicity, you know. It uh it draws more eyes to us and whatnot. And like I said, it's like people expect us to do it now. So uh me and him was talking last night about trying to see if we couldn't come together with a with a promotional deal to to reach out to you who or Slim Jim and see if we couldn't uh, you know, work something out to get on some race cars.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That was going to be my next question. I mean, you guys are, are promoting them in that way. Uh, like I tell people, the worst thing they do is say no. You're right. So, absolutely. And hey, maybe you can, um, you know, with Jansen being a torn 12 driver, uh, one of the perks that some people may or may not know about the Touring 12, um, Touring 12 drivers are, um, it's either a case of water or a case of beer on race weekend to their, whatever they choose. Perhaps you can talk to Keely, maybe talk her into getting you a case of yoo for the race weekend. <laughs> absolutely. So that's definitely something I would, you know, throw it out, throw it out there, man. You never know. Like I said, the worst they can say is no, right?
3: Yeah, exactly right. Exactly. Like, we always get a big chuckle out of uh, after he goes and gets his case of beer after practice on Friday night because you know he's eighteen, so he ain't going to drink it. And then a lot of the guys on the team are older, and you know they're drinking days are done past. So. I think we're up to like forty-eight beers that haven't even been opened now after two races. So I, I know this weekend we'll be up to seventy-two beers that haven't been opened. I'm sure I don't know, you, can probably, weekend, you can
1: probably you can probably you can probably sell those off to some of those other crews down pit I, road because yeah, I know that I they buy, don't they don't have their case of beer after Friday night. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah exactly right. And we won't be, but we buy gas with it. we ain't gonna be no tire money. Cause right, it's as hard as it is to get tires.
1: Right. Well, well, Boo, um, I, I can't thank you enough for coming on, man, and, and I, I really appreciate what you, what you've been doing for short track racing in a short period of time and and like you said um i hope you continue to do it Uh, i enjoy chatting with you at the racetrack um when we're there and look forward to seeing you this weekend at greenville but i do want to give you an opportunity um thank those folks that that help get you to the racetrack with the street stock and and anybody that that you guys want to thank that that helps jansen get to the racetrack on the cars tour
3: absolutely biggest thing is on the tr- on the street stock side is uh, is my dad you know he's my he got my back like a sweater so uh, you know i it's to the time where where i'm working on these videos a lot of people don't realize these videos from start to finish take anywhere from six to eight hours it don't matter if it's a 15 20 minute video you know it's like a full-time or a part-time job on the side and that that takes away a lot of time of me working on it but he always makes sure it's ready to go you know he never doubts anything questions anything i'm like hey would you be free to go Anderson Wednesday night? I wanna try something different. You know, he don't ever say, I don't even have to question it. I'm just telling him, Hey, I'm gonna be by there to pick you up, be ready. You know, so so without him, my street stock racing don't go, you know. I can't do it all by myself. You know, I got a rotating group of guys that uh that do go with me. But as far as uh, as money help, you know, the biggest one, uh, the biggest two, I should say, is, uh, is Jim Gresham, the gentleman that, that did own Gresham Motorsports Park. It recently just sold, but he has a, a live oak plantation down in South Georgia, close to South Georgia Motorsports Park. And it's a uh, 3,000 acre uh, hunting land. You can go down there and do guided hunts and, and fish. And and the other one is Jason Marchbanks, uh, door tech, quality garage doors, uh, Jansen's dad. You know, he really stepped up and and helps me get down the road and and put some scuffed tires on the race car so without those without those two it it don't happen for me so uh and and on Jansen's side hey once again uh door tech quality garage doors you know the family business but you know we're always uh always open our dms are open if anybody wants to reach out we uh we definitely got a spot for anybody we got plans laid out so uh you know if you're looking to advertise for one race the whole season you know just reach out to us we'll uh we'll entertain any and all ideas
1: and also wanted to give you an opportunity to let people know where they can find kicking asphalt online
3: absolutely go to uh we got everything instagram TikTok, twitter facebook but if you want to watch the videos go to youtube and just search kicking asphalt it's k-i-c-k apostrophe n asphalt a-s-p-h-a-l-t you know they'll pop up we'll be the first one uh, we've uh, we've overtook the the previous kicking asphalt it was a truck driver that just drove around the country and just put a camera up but but we've surpassed him a long time ago so now we're the first one that pops up when you hit the search button
1: Boo, thank you so much for being on Stickered Up. Good luck to you and Jansen this weekend at Greenville Pickens, and good luck to you um, with with the street stocks. And uh, who knows, man, we, we get you on here later on in the year on the Stickered Up podcast, but thanks again for being on.
3: Absolutely. Thank you very much, Mr. Stephen. Looking forward to seeing you this weekend, sir.
1: And that's Boo Carlisle. With kicking asphalt, Brandon Willard's waving the caution flag on this segment of the Stickered Up Podcast. We'll take this opportunity to come down pit road. Sticker up. We'll return. We'll get you ready for Greenville Pickens this weekend. You're listening to the Stickered Up Podcast. Stickered, Stickered up. up,
2: official podcast to of the Cars Tour. <laughs> Needing new tires and trying to fit that in your budget doesn't have to be stressful. <laughs> You just need to know where to go, and that's Thrifty Tire, your locally owned source for new and used tires. Two locations Durham and Roxboro, and not just tires. Auto repair, wheels, brakes, alignment, and suspension. Online at ThriftyTireOnline.com. The official Car Care Service Center,
0: the official pit stop of
2: the Stickered Up Podcast.
0: Hit the picture with Pit Row TV, the official home of Cars Tour TV, where winners watch their favorite races. If you can't make it to the track, tune in and let Tony Stevens bring you all the action for the Cars Tour. Pit Row TV. Check them out online. PitRow.TV. That's PitRow.TV. Don't change that channel.
2: sponsor of the Cars Tour.
1: This is Brandon Pierce, driver of the Fremont Properties Leap William Performance Chevrolet Camaro. You're listening to Stephen Dunn's Sticking Up Podcast. White flag on this edition of the Stickered Up Podcast, the official podcast of the Solid Rock Carriers Cars Tour. We head to Greenville Pick and Speedway this Saturday night for the running of the Pereer Tank Lines 225, presented by Harrison's Workwear. 100 laps for the pro late models, 125 laps for the late model stock cars. $10,000 to win the late model stock car race. Again, 28 of the best late model stock car drivers in the country set to take the green flag on saturday night we've got 16 pro late models as of right now again action starts at the racetrack on friday afternoon with practice alternating practices for the late model stocks and the pros go from two o'clock to six o'clock then again action will be back on track saturday afternoon 12 30 to 3 30 alternating practices grandstands open at five o'clock also track side parking available at greenville pickens this weekend late model stock car qualifying will start at six o'clock pro late models 630 green flag 730 pro late models will run 100 laps Late model stocks 125. If you're gonna head to Greenville, South Carolina this weekend, general admission $25. Trackside parking $25 plus $25 per person. Kids 12 and under free. Pit passes $45. You can also save a couple dollars if you go online carsracingtour.com. General admission and trackside parking $22.50 for this weekend's Pereir Tank Lines 225 presented by Harrison's Workwear. Want To give a shout out to our friends at Solid Rock Carriers Kirk IPOC, BST, Bront Shock Technology, and PJ Bront, Thrifty Tire and Service Center with Justin Johnson, Adam Resnick at Furniture for Less. Pit Road TV and Tony Stevens. Without those guys, the Stickered Up Podcast is not possible. Also, want to thank our production team here at Broadcasting Experts, Dave Perkins and Morgan Patrick. Also, want to thank Boo Carlisle from Kicking Asphalt for being on this week's edition of the Stickered Up Podcast. If you can't make it to Greenville Pickens this weekend, we encourage you to log on to Cars Tour Racing. Uh, Pit Road TV's coverage, Lenny Baticki, Tony Stevens will have all the action from Greenville Pick and Speedway in the Pereira Tank Lines 225 presented by Harrison's Workwear. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Stephen Nunn, and that's the checkered flag on this edition of the Stickered Up Podcast.
2: Be sure to share this podcast. New episodes of Stickered Up will be available wherever you download
0: your podcasts.